Welcome to Sure Foundation Lutheran Church's podcast channel. The following sermon was preached on December 10th, 2023 on the basis of Psalm 119, verses 145 to 152. Our first devotion today is the devotion on prayer. Uh, we'll, we'll take our verses from Psalm 119, verses 145 to 152. I call with all my heart, answer me, Lord, and I will obey your decrees. I call out to you, save me, and I will keep your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I have put my hope in your word. My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life. Lord, according to your laws. Those who devise wicked schemes are near, but they are far from your law. Yet you are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. This is God's word. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I I want you to think of the different relationships that you have in your life. And, And I'm talking about all kinds of relationships, family relationships, friends, uh, all of those different kinds of uh, relationships. I don't don't want you to say any of this out loud, okay, but who would make it into your inner circle? Everyone's got one, and that's okay. It's good that we all have an an inner circle. There are just some people that you have closer relationships to than than others. Uh, That's a pretty normal thing. We, We can only Uh, invest in so many different relationships to a certain degree. We can't be super close to everyone because we have a relational capacity, right? So social scientists say that that's less than five people most of the time. Um, A a lot of times it's quite a bit less where you have two or three people that you are are really close to. So who makes it in that that inner circle for you? Who is the, the person, the people that you have high-quality relationships with, that when they call, you answer. When you speak, they're listening. Uh, When they're in trouble, you're there in a flash. You got some of those? Well, now that I got you evaluating relationships, maybe that leads to another question. How do you evaluate those relationships? How do you tell if a relationship is a high-quality one or maybe not so high a quality of a relationship? Do you, do you sit down with your notebook like maybe you did in high school, right, and start ranking, uh, ranking the different relationships you have in your life? No, you're smiling because that's not what we do, right? I, I think we just kind of naturally know. We know when, something, when someone's a high-quality relationship for us and when someone's not. Let me give you an example. If you're in a relationship where the other person does a ton of talking, and you do all of the listening, but when you finally get the chance to talk within that relationship, it doesn't seem like that person's really listening to you. It doesn't take a whole lot of brain power to evaluate that relationship, right? That's maybe not quite as high quality of a relationship. And same is true on the other side. If you're in a relationship where you're the one doing all of the talking, and you can't seem to get anything out of that other person, they're just closed off, they, they don't want to open up at all, that one's not too hard to evaluate either. That's not a very high quality relationship. Now, to be fair, 
those relationships that you're thinking of that maybe aren't as high a quality, um, sometimes we are to blame for that too. Not sometimes, we are to blame for that too. In those relationships where somebody else is doing all the talking and we're doing all the listening, could we maybe be more assertive? Certainly. Are, are we maybe the ones who aren't opening up? We have the walls up, we're closed off? Certainly. And, and the same is true on the other side too. If we're doing all the talking and none of the listening, uh, could it be that we're, we're kind of a little too self-involved in that relationship? The answer is yes. Of course we, we are at fault in some of those lower quality relationships. As we're thinking about evaluating relationships, what if we considered our relation to God a relationship? Certainly not a novel concept. That's one that's been thrown around there a lot. We, we often think about our relation to God as a relationship, but how would we evaluate that relationship? Well, first of all, we, we have to know who God is, right? And he is described in the Bible as our perfect father. So if there's ever going to be an issue, a bump in the relationship, a, a problem within the relationship between us and God, the fault does not lie on God, but it lies with us, right? For example, if you feel like you, you aren't hearing from God, it's not because he's not speaking to you. He has revealed himself in his word. He continues to speak to us through his word. So if, if you're not hearing from God, it's because you're not listening. You're not spending time in the word. You're avoiding the opportunities to hear his word. You're not taking time to, to do devotions. And the same is true on the other side, right? If there's no communication from you to God, that's not because God's not listening. It's because we're not giving time to, to prayer. The, the fault lies with us when it comes to our relationship between us and God. And, and who of us could really say that we have experienced the richness in prayer that we would like to experience? I think all of that sort of leads us to a confession, we confessed already in the service, but maybe if we just take a quick second here, we can say a quick prayer and confess to God. Lord, when it comes to our relationship with you, you are faultless and we are the, the problem. We don't listen well. We don't communicate well. We have sinned against you. Forgive us for Jesus' sake. Amen. We didn't say it today, but a lot of times in our liturgy before we do the confession, we we say a, a, a verse from 1 John chapter 1. We say, if anyone, forgive, or if anyone confesses their sin to God, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You know why we say that? Even before we confess our sins, it's because we're expressing our confidence in what God has promised us. He has promised that if we confess, he will forgive us. And so we aren't approaching God trembling as if he's going to, to crush us. We're approaching him with confidence because we know that he has promised to forgive us, all because he sent his son Jesus. Because he sent his son Jesus to fix the relationship that existed between us and our perfect father. You see, we couldn't approach our perfect father because we weren't perfect but Jesus became perfect for, or was perfect for us on our behalf, and he restored the relationship that we had with our perfect Father. He was our way to the Father. 
And so now we can approach God, even in a confession, with confidence in his promises, and we can approach God in prayer, knowing that he is our perfect father. And we have every reason to pray, pray to him because he is our perfect father, which means that when he speaks to us in his word, he speaks truthfully and lovingly. Truthfully, meaning we can trust him. Lovingly, meaning we delight to hear from him. We have every reason to go to our perfect father in prayer because he is our perfect father, which means he always listens. He's never too busy. He's not sleeping. He never gets tired. He, he doesn't say, just wait until after dinner. Whenever you pray, he is attentive to your prayer. We have every reason to pray because he is our perfect father, which means he always answers our prayer. He doesn't put us off till later. He may not answer in the exact way that you want him to answer because he's not our divine wish granter, but he always answers. And he always answers with our eternal good at heart. We have every reason to pray to our perfect father because he is our perfect father, which means he's always near. He's not absent from us. He's not gone. He's not out of our life. He is our perfect father. He, he's there. He's promised to be with us, and that's exactly where he is. And so our encouragement from this is pray. Pray with the confidence that we have when we come before him and confess our sins. Pray with that same confidence, knowing that he is always going to listen and fulfill, your prom, fulfill his promises. Pray to him, knowing that he is listening, that he will answer, and that he has your, your best interest your eternal best interest at heart. Pray to him knowing that he is your all-powerful God and that whatever you ask in his name, he has the ability to grant you. So pray and be at peace. Amen. Hi there, Pastor Wilkie here. Thanks for taking time this week to, to be in the Word and to grow in your faith. We know that where the Word is preached, the Holy Spirit is working to strengthen and to create faith in the hearts of people. Uh, because we know that's the case. Uh, and if you enjoy these sermon podcasts, we'd, we'd really love it if you'd share these with your friends. Uh, this is a, an easy way to evangelize and to get the word into people's ears. And, and as a way of also doing that, could you hit like or subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. This is just a way that we are able to be seen by more people so that more people may hear this gospel message. We hope you'll join us next week as we, we dive into God's word yet again. God bless.